now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pad, and it starts right now. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Hey, hi, hello. Welcome to the show. I didn't do that on purpose. Anyway, the Melting Pat, the next level network. Hope you are well. Hope you're having a great day. I just had a weird work call that bothered me. And um, I don't know how I'm supposed to do uh, what I'm supposed to do with it now. But I guess we'll find out. Maybe I'll have to take a break at some point in this and uh, and address it. But for now, hi, welcome. Hello. How are you? I hope you are. You're doing great. We have a lot to do today. Kind of. Um, last week, I said I'd talk about paternal leave, paternity leave. We will talk about that for sure. Uh, we had our question, which album would you like to hear? Would you want to go see slash hear performed live in full? So we'll get to that. And we have a dumb sports pat peeve that's come up because the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. So we're going to talk about that at the end of the show. We may hear from the captain. At the very least, we are going to uh, to praise him for his hard work for last week. And then uh, also going to talk about uh, a dumb thing. So here's what we're going to do. It's going to be a song, the question, the serious thing about paternity leave for a little bit, a dumb pat peeve about my remote, and then a sports pat peeve, and then that'll be it. And Well, the flyers, and then that'll be it. And then patrons will get a bonus like you just did at the beginning of the show. And separately, I'm going to pull them out and put them up separately, um, about people, uh, you know what? What are we going to do? Did we make that decision yet? Ah, yes, a thing on the internet I saw about people, uh, whether or not they do or do not deserve a living wage. (laughs) It sounds so, like when I say it out loud, it sounds absolutely ridiculous, but this is real discourse that's happening online and maybe somewhere in your real life. You know, talk to certain members of your family, you might get these same answers, but that'll be the Patreon bonus at the end of the show. So sign up for that, patreon.com slash the melting pat. Give me a dollar a month. That'll be fine. And then um, you'll get to hear more stuff. All right? All right. There you go. Oh, boy. Here here we are. (laughs) Here we are today. It's windy. Uh, The kid and the missus went uh, went out somewhere with a friend of theirs. So uh, it's just me in the house right now. And uh, it hasn't been just me in the house for a very long time. And this is interesting and a little odd. But there you go. We're good, though. Everything is everything's all right, I think. I think we're doing okay. Um, did I have to follow up with something that I was going to do? We talked about the tech thing that I figured out. Well, I learned. I didn't figure it out. And um, now my new issue is the work microphone. And I think it's it's either uh, Microsoft Teams having a problem or the VPN that my, uh, my job uses not being very good, which uh, both of those things could be true. Like, but they could be both. Like, the answer could be both suck. That could be it. But um, it's causing problems. And I think it just, I think it actually had a lot to do with what just happened to me. But other than that, we're okay. We're doing all right. Um, I watched, let's see. I watched the first couple episodes of that 90s show. We'll talk about that. No, we're not going to talk about that, 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 that. Um, I did. I liked it. One of the kids is really annoying. But I did like the show so far. And anything else? I know I got to watch other stuff. Keep sending me that, you know, I know I say I'm real busy and I am, but keep sending me the recommendations for the stuff you want me to watch. If you'd like me to review it on the show, uh, put that in a little note. Let me know. All right. TMPFanmail, gmail.com is the email address. You can also use the contact form at the melting pad, at the melting pad.com. 
Pat, you were going to play a song, weren't you? Yes, I was. I, w- I had another thing to say, but now I forgot what it, what it is. All right. Um, sorry, that work call just really, it's not often I get frazzled by a work call, but man, that for some reason, that's really messing with me right now. All right. We're going we're gonna to get off this. We're going to go do something else. Okay. We're going to play a song. Our friends, Beasley, they are from, where are they from? Dayton, Ohio, I think. Uh, have I ever been to Dayton? I don't know. I know Ring of Honor Wrestling used to run a lot of shows there. Um, that's my connection to Dayton, Ohio, right there. Uh, anyway, Beasley, it's Beasley08. Do they have a website here? Beasley, it's Facebook and Twitter. Beasley, God damn it. I said I was going to look this up. It's Beasley, Facebook.com slash Beasley Band, B-E-E-S-L-Y, B-A-N-D, Beasley Band. There you go. Their new album came out in December. It's available now. That's what that means. It means it's now available. Go check it out. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm having a rough time, everybody. I'm so sorry. Um, it is called Everyone's Here. It's a it's a good record. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, I was having trouble deciding the song and then realized I didn't... I usually put up a poll. Realized I didn't have time to do that because I just did that this morning. So, sorry. I guess I could have put the show off till tomorrow, but I got to record two this week because we're going to be away next week. Next week, that show is going to be fun, by the way. It's either going to be Mailbag, which are always fun, or a thing from the cut about their etiquette rules. So we'll get to that. Pat, what are you saying? I'm sorry. We are going to play a song. There we go. Can we? All right. You know, I asked the other day if anybody was bothered by the fact, bothered by the fact that it takes me forever to actually get to the song and start the show. And uh, everyone said, no, it doesn't bother them. So if it bothers you, let me know. And I will, I'll tighten it up. All right. Until then, we got a song from Beasley, their new album, Everyone's Here is available right now where you get your stuff. You, I bought it on iTunes. You can get it on, I think, Amazon. Um, you can stream it. Apparently that helps. I don't know. I like to buy my music, though. But anyway, uh, our friends, we should have had them on the show. Beasley, come on the show. We'll pick another song to play. Come on the show. For now, though, here they are. In My Car is the name of the song. They're not in my car. I don't have a car. The name of the song is In My Car. The album, Everyone's Here. The band is Beasley. It's the Melty Pat. We're coming right back.
There you have it, our friends Beasley with a new song from their album, Everyone's Here. The song is called In My Car. Thank you very much. Facebook and Twitter, I think it's the same, Beasley Band. Go check them out. There's probably an OH in there somewhere because they're from Ohio. So tell them I sent you. They might remember who I am. Uh, And if they don't, well, then you just had an awkward interaction on social media with a person you probably don't know in real life. Sound good? Great. The Melty Pat, Next Level Network. We are back. We added a bit at the end, I'm aware. Uh, <laughs> I will say, those lead riffs go all, over the, go all over the place at the end. And um, I did not want to try to keep up with those, so I kind of like invented one in my head instead. So there you go. Beasley. Everyone's here. I'm moving in my chair. That's not the name of the thing. Um, The name of the record is Everyone's Here, the name of the song, In My Car. Check them out. Tell them I sent you. Thank you very much, my friends. All right. Speaking of music, let's let's go. Look at this transition with the question. Does that work for you? No? All right. Well, we'll try again. It's not going to work later either. So there you go. I, um, I have this question for you. Which album would you want to hear, I guess, and see? live in full. And the reason I come up with this is because I bought tickets. Well, I didn't buy them. Jill bought tickets the other day. Let's uh, full disclosure, Pat. Uh, Jill bought us tickets the other day. Well, actually, if you want to get real technical, the surrogacy people bought us the tickets. Does that, there we go. Now we're all, we're all caught up. Anyway, uh, Thrice is performing the artist in the ambulance in full. They're going on tour with it. They're on tour. It might be on tour now. Um, anyway, they'll be in Philly in May. And I said, this record means so much to me. I have to, I want to go do this. And she's like, yes, let's go. It's going to be great. So got those tickets, really excited. Um, There is one, I'll tell you at the end, because there is one other album that I can think of that I would do this for, that I would go see performed in full. I mean, there are, if I really sat down and thought, oh, this record, this record. Um, But there is one other one, which I will tell you at the end, once after we answer all of yours or talk about all of yours, um, I will share with you my other pick where if this band did this album live, I would go, no questions asked. All right, so we'll talk about that at the end. But The Artist in the Ambulance, fantastic record, came out really at a great time. Well, okay, when I say great time in my life, I don't mean that exactly, but it was a good time for me to hear that record. Does that make sense? Great. All right, on to your answer. Pat, you're getting deep, I know. On to your answers. Gertner says, Daft Punk, Random Access Memories. Now, I should have looked this up. But I didn't. Do I know any of these songs on here? Let me see. Uh, I don't. I don't know a ton of Daft Punk, really. This came out in 2013. Yeah, I don't really know this. But there you go. I hope this works out for you, though. Can this can this happen? By the way, are all those people, um, are all those people still around to make that possible? That's I should have put that in the question too. Like, is it a? Because uh, our buddy Lockjaw did ask if they had to be alive or, or you know, if this could be anyone through time. And I, it didn't really matter to me. Um, although part of me hoped that maybe this could happen, like if you're choosing it, I would hope that it could happen for your sake, right? So I hope that everyone in Daft Punk is still around and would be willing to perform that album live for Gertner's sake, or as Shawnee Oneball said, Automatic for the People by R.E.M. He wants to hear that one. And I think, um, do I know any songs from that one? Am I going to find out that I actually don't know any of these songs? All right. Man- oh, Man on the Moon's on that one. Okay. I know that song. There we go. That's good. Anything else that I know? Everybody Hurts is on that. Okay. 
All right, we're good. We're good on that one. I know that one. That's a good pick. I like that. Uh, Elvac says tool ladder lateralis. I'm not. I'll be honest. Not a big fan of tool. I do remember in high school, I was talking to tool about someone, talking to someone about tool. There we go. And I was like, yeah, you know, really not for me, not my thing. And the guy, I didn't know. I like I was talking to someone else, and his like their friend came up to me and I didn't see him at first. I was like, yeah, tool, not for me. And the kid was wearing a tool hat and he just looked at me like, Oh, how dare you? I'm like, all right. All right, buddy. But I hope that, you know, is everybody still around from that band? I hope that works for you. Elvac. I want you to, I want everyone, like if you're making this choice, if you're saying of all the albums that I've heard in my life, I'd want to see this uh, one performed by the band in full in person. I hope that, in some universe, that can happen for you. Even if I don't like the band, even if I don't know the album, I want this to happen for you because there's a reason you picked it, right? There's a reason, like, this album has resonated with you in some way, in such a way, in fact, that you would, yes, pay money to go see the band pay this, play this live. So I hope this works out. Um, GD Guru Duway, my friend, thank you, says, In Rainbows by Radiohead. There's another one, not a huge fan of Radiohead, but I will look up to see if I know any of these songs. I don't recognize the album name, so I don't know. Because again, not a huge Radiohead fan. It came out when, 2007? I don't recognize any of these songs. Okay, well, again, hope it works. Hope it works out. Uh, we got two votes for Pink Floyd's The Wall. There you go, that's solid. I don't know if all those guys are still around or if they would be willing to play the album. But I guess my other question is, I'm thinking about this now, is has this happened for any of these records? Or all like has has the band at some point decided, hey, we're going to go on tour and play this whole record? Because it's not a new thing, right? Playing records in full as a show is not a new thing. And so I wonder if this has happened for these bands. And maybe I should have also asked, have you seen a band play a record in full as our friend Ron the Dial has, which we're going to talk about in a second. But that's going to be the last one, I think. And then we'll get to my other thing. But I'm wondering if this has happened and if you've seen it. And if you have, how much fun was it? Like, what am I in for? I don't know. Um, I've also never seen Thrice Live, so I'm really excited for that too. Anyway, Lockjaw asked if the artist had to be living or not. And I said, either or doesn't matter. And he said, in that case, I choose living because if they were dead, I don't think they'd be able to put on much of a show. There you go. Thanks, man. I needed that right now. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. Uh, MAG wrote uh, wrote a lot about Jamiroquai. Did I say that right? Um, and I'm not familiar with him at all. You know what? I wasn't going to read his whole th- his uh, his entire soliloquy here about Jamiroquai, but I and I hope I'm saying that correctly. Sorry if I'm not, but. You know what? I, I wasn't going to read all this because I, I make a note to, you know, I can't really read out loud. You know this. But I'm going to read all this because I feel like um, I feel like this could be good. All right. I already read it and decided I wasn't. Now I'm going to. He said, oh, this is a tough one. My first instinct was traveling without moving since it was the album that introduced me to the band and they are my favorite and they are the unicorn as far as being able to see them live nowadays. Unfortunately, with so many of the band members on, from that album gone for whatever reason or another and two of the tracks being instrumental pieces that I don't think would translate well to a live performance. I'm going to have to shy away from that pick. 
if I had to pick one for them, I'd have to go with a Funk Odyssey or Rock Dust Light Star. Of course, I could just cheat and pick their compilation album, High Times, and get a good chunk of their best stuff. There you go. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. That's a good one. I mean, I don't know them, but the fact that you poured that much into it, um, I like that. I appreciate that. And I, I'm, now I'm sad because you know, you're never going to be able to see that one in full. So, sorry. Oh, but I hope that at some point you get to at least experience them. Everyone should see their favorite band live at least once, if at all possible. So that's my other thing here. Go do that. All right? All right. Paul Williams, What Lurks Behind Podcast Zero, who today, or as I'm recording, or yesterday maybe, um, just hit five years with What Lurks Behind Podcast Zero. That's fantastic. Way to go, Paul. Love that guy. He said, Skinny Puppy's album, Last Rites. The album is a complete trip from front to back, and I think it would be awesome to experience in a live setting. Um, I'm going to be honest, I've never heard of Skinny Puppy. I don't know what that is. Maybe the songs will jog my memory. Look at me. Skinny Puppy. Oh, no. The first thing that came up was Final Tour. Oh, no, Paul. No. Oh, man. Oh, they're going on one final tour. Oh, damn it. That sucks. All right, hold on. Let's go. Let's look at uh, revolvermag.com. Are they going to play the album? All right, let's see. I don't want to, I'm not going to sign up for your newsletter right now. I'm busy. Um, They're going to celebrate their 40th anniversary. Are they going to play that album in full? It doesn't say, but it's their first tour in eight years and it's their last one. So Paul, go see them. Go see them somehow. I don't know where they're going to be, but go see them. Go see them. Maybe they won't play the full album, but um, it's your last chance. So go see them. All right. There you go. Now that I'm done talking directly to Paul. Thank you, sir. Uh, Fry says, Allison Chains, the Sap and Jara Flies EPs back to back. Now, I, I'm no expert, but I don't think they're around anymore. But all of them, I mean. Like, Allison Chains, I think, is still, like, around as a thing. But... They're, uh, they are the ones who, all right, we're not going to dive into that deeply, but, um, Jarrah Flies, I know that one. I think I know, I don't know, I don't love Alice in Chains, but I know some of their songs. Does that work? Is that okay? All right, hold on. What am I looking up here? Jar of Flies, right. I think I know these songs. Jar of Flies. Let's see. Oh, yeah, I know these songs. Okay. I know most of these songs, actually. And what's the other one he said? Sap. I'm going to look this up right now just to see... If uh, do I know these? I don't know any of those songs. <laughs> I don't know any of those, but it's mostly acoustic, so I think I would enjoy it. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna find that album somewhere. Maybe I maybe Bridget. Yeah, got that on cassette. Send that over. I gotta play her somewhere. <laughs> so I don't think that uh, the OG lineup is possible to hear that. But if at some point Alice in Chains, as uh, as currently formed, if they're even still formed. Um, they can do that. I hope it works. And I hope to go to Germany for you, just for you, Fry. I was going to say, let me know if I can make it happen, but there ain't no way I can make that happen. Come on, man. I can barely make things happen on my own show. Come on now. All right. Um, one more, and then I'll tell you the album that I would for sure go see live. Our friend Ron the Dial says, I've seen quite a few full album shows. The best one was Sonic Youth playing all of Daydream Nation, and it won't be topped. There you go. Now, Sonic Youth, not my thing, but that someone can have such a great connection 
to a show, to a band, to a record to say, yep, this is the one. I've seen a bunch of these things happen with full albums played, and I've already seen the best one for me. That's fantastic. I love it. Great stuff. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, everyone, for weighing in. If I missed you, I'm sorry. If I uh, if I screwed up, if I made fun of your favorite band, my bad. I didn't mean to, I don't think. And um, if any of these have happened, or if you've seen a band play, if you've seen your favorite album played live, or if you've seen the album that you would hear live played live, let me know. And I want to know how that was. All right. But the other one. So I jumped at the chance for Artists in the Ambulance. Great record. Means a lot to me. Sounds nerdy, I know. But there is one other that I know for sure, if it happened, I would go see this record performed live no matter what it took. Rise Against, Siren Song of the Counterculture. I love that record. It was, again, came out at like a perfect time for me, right? I'm not saying, you know, things, I'm not saying things were all rosy and great at the time in 2004 when that record came out, but it was a great time for me to hear that record. And if that, if they ever decided, hey, we're going to go on tour, celebrate this album, and we're going to play it front to back, and it's going to be great. I'm going to go. I'm going to find a way to go. Hopefully, they would come to town, and I would find a way to go to see that album played live, because that record is tremendous, and again, means a lot to me. So I would, um, there aren't many that I would really dive in and say, yep, we're going to go see that, no questions asked, but um, Artists in the Ambulance, which we're going to cross off in May, and Siren Song of the Counterculture, for sure. I'm sure if I sat down and really said, hey, I wonder if we could do this, then I would find a couple more, but those are the two, and one of them I'm happily, uh, happy to say we're going to do in uh, in the spring, so looking forward to it very much. Thank you, everyone, for your answers. Um, again, if I screwed up, I'm sorry. It's been a weird day. It's been a weird, weird day. All right, we got a serious thing, and then a dumb pat peeve, and then sports. But uh, we're going to take a break. I need a drink. Coming right back. All right, so I mentioned last week that I wanted to talk about paternity leave because a friend of mine, I'm being vague on purpose, by the way, because I didn't get permission to use any names. And I, you know, it's not that I need to dive in and be personal, but I'm being vague on purpose. My friend, a friend of mine's having their first kid, and we were talking the other day. They're due soon. Um, we were talking the other day, and I said, oh, you know, you're getting excited, getting nervous, you got things ready, you, you know, you got to take care of this and that. And I said, oh, like, what kind of leave are you going to use from work? Like, do you have a kind of, um, like, because with, with Arthur, I was able to get six weeks paid that didn't make me use any of my own time. Like, I didn't have to use any vacation or sick time or anything like that. The only drawback was, it now has pushed my retirement back six weeks because it's like it was paid. So I'm still, you know, employed, but like it didn't count for my, um, like seniority, I guess, or like for my trek toward retirement, I guess you could say. So that's the only drawback, but I got like fully paid six weeks and then came back and it was like, okay, great. So didn't have to use any of my own time, which is great. Cause it turns out when you have a little guy or girl or whatever, you got to take a lot of time early on. And maybe even after that, I don't know, because we're still kind of early on officially, right? So that worked out for me. I love it. I'm grateful that I have a job that I can A, work at home to do, and B, have paternity leave where I can get completely paid and not have to worry financially 
um, while I'm taking care of a kid. So that's great. So I asked them, like, hey, you know, what kind of leave do you get? And they're like, oh, well, I get I get to use all my vacation time and all my sick time and all my personal time. And then, you know, for uh, whatever the period is after that, they'll still hold my job for me. I just wouldn't be paid unless I went back to work. And I'm like, that is it's why in the richest country in the world, supposedly, are we not able to pay for moms and dads to stay home with their kids for six to eight weeks, which is really like the first, I'm going to sound like one of those weird people on those commercials or whatever, but who cares? But, you know, the first six to eight weeks are really important for, you know, bonding with the kid and something that I feel like no one really talks about, or at least that I've heard is letting the mom recover, right? Because after you give birth, it ain't no picnic, kind of sucks, which I didn't know. Because I've never really been around newborns or or newly um, new moms, I guess, or people who have uh, recently given birth. It's um, childbirth as a thing is gross. It's pretty gross. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, you know, I talk about sonograms and how creepy they are. But then we're going <laughs> to take that a step further. Like, it's gross. The way that the, um, let's see, how can we do this? The way the human body changes after giving birth is, well, miraculous that uh, people get through it. And uh, second of all, gross. Gross. And the time that you need to really recover, it's about two months. And so I would think that a reasonable employer would say, yeah, we'll pay you for two months. Stay home, do kids stuff, great. At minimum, right? Because there are some places that don't have a policy at all where we'll hold your job for you for two or three months or whatever the time is, but you're not going to get paid, which is a crock of in my opinion. And I just feel like, you know, not to go too deep into the woods here, but, you know, if we're so great as a, as a nation, why do we not care for new parents? Why do we not care for new moms and dads who will have to be up at all hours and exhausted and doing all this stuff? Like, why are those jobs for them not protected? I mean, you know, protected in the sense that, yes, they're going to have the job when they're done dealing with the things they have to deal with. Let's put it that way. But they're not going to be paid, which really, when you're a new parent, you kind of need a couple things. Number one, money. Number two, um, all the diapers in the world. <laughs> it just really like, and I've heard stories about like, oh, I had to go back to work after two or three weeks because I didn't have any time. And that's to me. That's complete nonsense. How in the world are we supposedly the most developed and advanced country on the planet? Whether or not that's true, I'm not sure now. But how, how can we continue to call ourselves that when we take no real care for new parents? That's my thing. Like, it really bothered me when my friend told me this. Like, oh, I got to use all my sick time and vacation time and personal time. Yeah, great. They hold your job for you. And then when you get back, you have no time. So when the kid gets sick or mom doesn't feel well or you have to go to the doctor and, you know, you'd want to be there to know what's going on and know how to handle things. Because especially with your first kid or for us, our only kid, like I would want to know what I need to do in case something happens. Like if something goes wrong... I need to know how to fix it so I don't have to run to someone else, right? If, if, unless I have to, right? And so you kind of want to be 
in that space, but you can't always do that because your job says, well, you know, you're not going to get paid for today for doing a thing that you have to do with your kid, right? It just really bothers me that every job doesn't have standard paternity leave for moms and dads because mom's got to recover, which means dad is going to be doing the bulk of the stuff. Not that sounds bad, but, um, which means in order for mom to rest, dad has to be there to do stuff, right? That's, does that sound better than trying to put it all on dad and, and make like a martyrdom thing? I'm not trying to do that, but I'm just wondering how we can continue to call ourselves the best country ever if this basic thing that everyone should have access to is not available with every job. Like your job should offer you at least six to eight weeks of paternity leave paid. That's me. That's my radical thing. Who do I call about this, about making this happen? I don't know much about um, how to get things enacted, but who do I call, right? Do I call the president directly? Do I call his chief of staff? Do I call, you know, my congressperson or senator or whoever? Do we do that? Let me know. Somebody who knows more about civics and the law than I do, which is probably a bunch of you. I, I'm, I'm, I do okay. But um, in this specific instance, I need to know, how. who do I... Uh, other than Ghostbusters, who do I call about getting a uh, a nationwide mandatory paternity leave policy enacted in some way? Like every job should do this. You should get at least six weeks. I would say, really, no, we're going to scratch that. You should get at least eight weeks of paid leave from your job. Whatever your job is, I don't care what it is. I don't care how much you get paid. I mean, I do care about that. Like you should have a living wage. But um, I don't care what your job is. You should get paid for your paternity leave. You should. Two months minimum. There you go. That's my serious thing for today. Um, yeah, I was talking to my buddy, and it really bothered me that his leave was... I gave it away. Anyway, if you're listening, congratulations and good luck. There you go. Again, being vague on purpose, because I didn't exactly get permission to share the story. So, not again, I wasn't going to share names anyway, but... Pat, shut up. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it just bugged me that... You know, you can work a decent job, make good money, and, you know, support your family on it, like I do, somehow. And your leave policy, your leave policy is six weeks. And only for you, not for your spouse, which in this case would be the mother of uh, of the little guy who needed it more. Like, they held her job. She didn't get paid, but they held her job for 12 weeks. And so that, you know, the money would have been nice. It was nice that you got to go back because... By going back for at least a week, the hospital bill was completely paid for. So that was great because of where she worked. So that part was great. But the fact that she was not paid for her leave is a disgrace. And I don't think, uh, I mean, you could say for a number of reasons, we're not the greatest country ever. But I'm going to stick to this one specific thing that I thought about the other day and say, this is why we can't call ourselves the best country because we don't, at on a very basic level, care for parents and children. And I think that needs to change. So someone let me know how this can happen. Who do I call? Who do I speak to about um, getting a nationwide paternity leave program on the books? All right. Can we do that? Does anybody, anybody know? Anybody care? Anybody still there at this point? All right. If you are, then we're going to take a break. Then you'll know this. We're going to take a break. And then we're going to talk about a dumb thing about my, we're going to go from a serious thing to a thing I shouldn't even complain about, but I'm going to because this show needs some more fun. So we're going to have fun. Uh, 
that's uh, that's your dad yelling that you're going to have fun when you're not enjoying the thing he dragged you to. We're going to have fun. Uh, all right. Again, this is uh, we're going really taking a turn here in a good way. So we'll be right back. We're going to do a fun pat peeve after the serious one right now. All right. All righty. And we're back. We are back. I'm trying to adjust the chair here so it doesn't make too much noise, but I think we're all just going to have to live with it. All right. Does it bother you? Do I have to get a new chair or um, or stop leaning back? Maybe I can uh, adjust the chair so it doesn't lean back, but then I'm not comfortable. It's fine. All right. Anyway, we're back. We're here. We did a serious thing. We're doing a dumb thing. So we have a smart TV and like, ooh, look at you fancy. No, we had 200 bucks three years ago. And um, I <laughs> so what happened with the kid is he liked the remote, right? So we're like, okay, we'll just let him have like, well, okay, the remote stopped working. That's the first thing. Second thing is the kid liked to play with it. So I'm like, okay, sure. We'll give you the remote. No problem. So I got a new remote. And I'm like, okay, great. No problem. We got a new remote. It was free. It was covered. I was still under warranty. It was free. Great. Awesome. Uh, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes, like last night for like three hours, the TV just got stuck on one app and nothing worked. Remote didn't work. The uh, the remote app that I have didn't work. TV couldn't turn it off. Just sat there frozen for like two hours. So I'm like, okay, great. So why do I have this app if it's not going to work? But anyway, maybe the system was down. That's a problem with... Uh, you know, with all this fancy technology stuff, the problem is when something goes down, you're not able to access a very basic thing that, uh, well, I would say a very basic thing in your house is your TV because we have an antenna so we could watch over the air channels. Thanks, Mom. But the TV itself was not responding to anything we were doing. So we couldn't even do that. So I'm like, all right, this sucks. So <laughs> like, okay. Uh, but I want to talk about this remote app that I have. So it gets it's a fire, it's an Amazon Fire TV. I know I don't usually do company names, but who cares? Um, they're not listening. They are probably, but they're not going to do anything. So I download this app, and they're like, oh, you can control your TV, just connect it to the same Wi-Fi that your TV is on, and control your TV from your phone. I'm like, okay, great. This will come in handy for when the remote doesn't work. Okay. So last night I'm on there, and I'm like, okay, this should do something. And it says, uh, network instability, please hold or please try again later. I'm like, well, that didn't work. So we don't get to watch TV. Okay, not the problem. Well, it was a problem at the time, but it's not, whatever. My issue is I get these little pop-ups on the remote. It says, hey, you can pay. Actually, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at it right now so I can get this right. With what is going on, this f grift with the TV remote people. All right, so... Before anything happens, so I get to the remote and it says, you know, before I connect to my TV, it says I can unlock all features, have unlimited remote and touchpad, screen mirroring and remove all ads. Monthly, $3.99. Lifetime, $9.99. Now, I'm not saying that I'm so strapped for cash that I can't pay them $10 and have this feature, like have this app work how I'd like it to work. My point is, why do I have to pay for this when the only reason I need it is that the remote that you sold me is not working with the TV that you also sold me? So the thing that I already bought doesn't work. And your solution for me to have the same access and the same features that I have on my remote is to pay you more money to use this remote app 
in a way that actually will work. And that really bothers me because when I scroll channels with my on my TV, I don't look at the remote when I'm doing it because I know where the button is, I know how to scroll, and I'm looking at the guide on the TV like, hey, what am I going to watch, right? So I'm scrolling the other day, and I'm on the guide, and then nothing's happening. So I look down at my phone, and it's an ad. And I had only hit the thing like three or four times, maybe. And then I get an ad for 30 seconds. So I cannot use this remote app for 30 seconds. And my, rem my remote wasn't working, so I couldn't do anything on my TV for 30 seconds because I clicked the thing too many times. And if I want to, and I know like first world problems, and I'm not saying that 30 seconds is an eternity, although, you know, to some people it is and, and depends what you're doing, I guess. But it's the principle that why should I, why should I have to pay you more money when the only reason I downloaded this app is that the thing that I already paid you for did not work? I don't know. Maybe I will end up paying the $10. I don't know. But the like part of me doesn't want to just based on principle, but also it's the only real solution I have because sometimes it's just, you know, the ads get in the way and I can't do anything anyway. And so I'm wondering if it's really worth it, but not, I'm not asking you if I should do that. Although let me know the meltingpath.com. Should I give in and pay 10 bucks for the lifetime use of this app and not worry about it? But I'm just, I'm not. I mean, I guess I am kind of mad, but I'm not um I'm not surprised. Right? I'm not surprised that a company that already makes billions of dollars is trying to squeeze out 10 bucks from everybody because their remote doesn't work. Cuz I can't think of any other reason why you would have to use this app other than you lost your remote or it doesn't work or you don't have batteries or whatever. So it's not like this is your only like this is your first option for the TV. It's your secondary option. So why do I have to pay you again when I already did and it doesn't work how it's supposed to work? So I guess, yeah, maybe I should. Or should I pay $10 for the lifetime license or use of this app for my phone, for the remote? Or should I say and just deal with what I'm dealing with? All right, I'm just really bothered that um, that the solution to get full use out of this app when the remote that I already bought doesn't work. To get full use out of a remote app, I have to pay you. Otherwise, it gets interrupted with ads and it gets interrupted with, I can only do certain things and I can only do things certain times. Um, let me know, should I give in or should I, I mean, I'm not really sticking it to the man. They don't know that I'm sticking it to them, but I'm just, I'm wondering if we should do that. Should we do that? All right, let me know. Okay, great. No? No one cares, Pat. They're all gone. They left after the paternity leave thing because he got too real. All right. That's why we did a dumb thing with the remote. Like, why should everyone should have paternity leave? And also, why should I have to pay you more money to use the remote on my phone when the remote that I already paid for doesn't work? There we go. All right. There's my there's my dumb Pat peeve. We got a sports one. We're going to do that now. Okay. That sound good? Hold on. We'll take a break. And then um, if you don't like sports, thanks for coming. I'll talk to you next time. Beasley Band on social media, themeltingpat.com, and the Melting Pat on social media for me. There we go. All right, we're going to do a dumb sports pat peeve uh, related to uh, Philly teams being on national media. So we'll talk about that right after this. All righty, we are back for all the sports people. Non-sports people are gone. We already told them to go if they don't want to stay, and that's fine. 
<laughs> but if you don't know, we talked about the Super Bowl matchup last week. We took care of that. But I want to talk about this real quick. Whenever there's a Philadelphia team on a national stage, if they're on the ESPN game or the Fox game or the, you know, they make the playoffs or like they're like now with the Eagles, if they're in the Super Bowl, there are two topics that get exhausted every single time. Oh, well, these fans, they threw snowballs at Santa. That's the first one. And where to get a Philly cheesesteak is the second one. Now on the Santa thing, again, I'm not an Eagles fan, so I don't have like the real anger about this because I wasn't there. I wasn't alive. And I'm also not a fan of the team. So it's not really, it doesn't bother me on that level, but it does bother me because that happened in 1968, the snowballs at Santa. And the guy who played Santa in that instance died in 2015. So let the man rest, first of all. Uh, Get over it, second of all. And if you're going to bring that up, Every time a Philly team is in the national spotlight, then you don't get to complain and and whine and moan when me or someone else brings up the Astros cheating and they got away with it because they did. They cheated on a scale we've not seen in 100 years, and every player who was involved got off scot-free. That's what happened. Those are the facts. They were granted immunity to snitch on the front office, so everybody who... All the players who knew about it, whether they were involved or not, they still knew and could have stopped it, said nothing. They benefited from it by winning the World Series, and they completely got away with it. So if you're going to bring up Santa Claus getting snowballs thrown at him by Eagles fans in 1968, if you're doing that in 2023 from a thing that happened in 1968, you do not get to complain when someone says, hey, what about, you know, remember when the Astros cheated in 2017? And they completely got away with it. Do you remember that? Oh, I can't. I mean, we're supposed to get over that and move past it because they've suffered enough. Oh, okay. Each. Okay. That's the first thing. I know. I said I was going to stop talking about the Astros, but this I'm reminded of it every time somebody brings up Santa Claus that you're talking about something that happened generations ago. I'm talking about something that happened six years ago and they got away with it. All right. So there's the first thing. Stop talking about snowballs at Santa. It happened in 1968. The guy's dead. Leave him be. Get over it. Think about something else. The second thing that happens is everyone says, oh, where where do you get your best Philly cheesesteak? Just call it a cheesesteak. Just call it a cheesesteak. Nobody, just like no one who lives here calls them the 76ers. They're the Sixers. No one who lives here says, oh, I'm going to go get a Philly cheesesteak. No one says that. It's just a cheesesteak. And if a restaurant calls their thing a Philly cheesesteak, whatever it is, a Philly cheesesteak pizza, a Philly cheesesteak, whatever, uh, if they put the word Philly in front of it, they're absolutely going to get it wrong, and it's not going to be any good. It's going to be gross because they're not doing it right. They're just trying to capitalize on it and use the name to sell it to someone who's not from here. Don't do it. They're going to get it wrong because, yeah, if you're like, oh, you can get a Philly cheesesteak from this place that's not Philly, it's going to be wrong. It's going to be gross. The meat's going to be cooked wrong. The roll is going to be off. The cheese is going to be gross. Don't put whiz on your cheesesteak, by the way. Um, They're going to get it wrong. Putting the filling in front of it disqualifies it for being decent. So skip that. Uh, The one thing, though, that we can agree on, everyone who's from here can agree on one thing. The best steak is not from Pat's or Those are for tourists. Skip those. I mean, if, if you've never been, 
then yes, go experience that. But if you're asking where to get the best steak sandwich, where to get the best cheesesteak, whatever you want to call it, just don't call it a Philly cheesesteak. That's dumb. Um, Pat Sergino's is not the one. Everyone has their their favorite. Everyone has their different spots. I love Campo's and Giovanni's was really good for a while. Giovanni's at 15th and Chestnut. Campo's at the, at the Philly Stadium and I think second in market. Um, people always ask me about where to get a great cheesesteak. Uh, other people say Dallas, uh, De Los Andros, I think. I've never been there, so sorry if I said it wrong. Um, but really, like any local pizza place or like hole-in-the-wall kind of place is going to have a better steak than Pat's or Gino's. I'm sorry, Pat's and Gino's. I'm sorry. I do like them. They're fine, but they're definitely presented on a on a pedestal. And uh, it just bothers me that when everyone says, oh, that's the best place to get a steak. No, it isn't. It's not. There are better places to get a cheesesteak, cheaper, and you don't have to deal with all the nonsense down there. All right, so there we go. Anyway, the point of that is I'm bothered when um, when every time a Philly team ends up on the on the national stage, it's snowballs at Santa, and where do get a, where do I get a good Philly cheesesteak, man? And they'll say, you know, some random place that nobody's ever heard of. Um, anyway, the fact that anyone's calling it a Philly cheesesteak means they don't know what a good one tastes like. There we go. All right. I'm not even an Eagles fan, but these things bother me um, just about living here and people not knowing what they're talking about. I'm sure if they go to another city and I go, oh, what about this? They're going to say the same thing, but then go listen to their podcast. All right. There we go. <laughs> All right. So whatever you got going on for the game or or what have you, enjoy your snacks and go birds. All right. There we go. We're good. We're good. I'm good for the show for all my stuff. And uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. That's all I got to say about that. We're good to go. That's all for me. Let's turn it over. Uh, let's first say bravo to the captain. When I said, hey, you want to do a midseason kind of recap uh, roundup, I guess, on how the team is going. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. That'll be fun. And I had to extend the music for the update, the music bed there, because uh, the song is four minutes long and his update was like six minutes long. So I'm like, oh, all right, we're going to do this. We'll make it happen. I don't even remember if it sounded any good, but... Uh, the captain puts in much more work for this free show than I ever do, and he doesn't have to. He does this thing. Like, we agreed to do this thing a few years ago, and he never has to do it, but he does, and he knocks it out of the park every goddamn time. So thank you, sir. You put in more work for this show than I do, and my name's on it. So I appreciate that. That said, we'll turn it over. Hopefully the captain is not too busy, or uh, maybe some things happened. I know that the uh, the organization sent out a letter to season ticket holders about uh, where the team is going. So maybe the captain will address that if he's there. Maybe he won't. I don't know. I don't talk to him about this. He just handles it. He sends me the great work, and I put the music under it and make it sound all pretty and nice. There you go. Good, sir. The floor is yours if you're available. Take it away. Hey, Flyers fans. Mark back at you again with another Flyers. Welcome back from the All-Star break. Now, I have to take a moment and commend the NHL. I feel like they were a little bit ahead of the game from the other major sports in America. Now, if you look, the Pro Bowl just ended for the NFL, and they have moved to a more individual skills, some team-based things, but they kind of skipped out on the whole playing of football. I mean, they did some flag football, obviously, but that's nowhere near a regular football game. 
but I thought it was exciting. They played, they did a lot of fun stuff, and they enjoyed themselves. Now, the NHL has been doing this for years, the individual skills competition. They actually do, you know, play a game not as physical as, you know, say a regular hockey game, but I have to commend the NHL. Kudos to them for getting it done early and ahead of time. So let's switch back into the Flyers update. Flyers back in action. They're going to be taking on the Oilers at home on Thursday night. Welcoming in Connor McDavid, hands down the best player in the NHL right now. They're going to have to limit him. They are not going to be able to stop him, but they're going to have to limit the damage that he can do. Keep him away from that net. (laughs) If they can do anything at all, just limit what he can do. The Flyers have a shot in that game. Then they're going to be taking on the Predators at home on Saturday, following up when the game Sunday versus the Kraken. So we're going to see how they can perform straight out of the All-Star break. The Flyers, again, figuring out who they are. John Tortorella taking the stance, sending a letter to the fans saying, this isn't a rebuild, but a rebuilding is what I took from it. Hey, listen, John Tortorella clearly has a vision. Now he is the coach. He's got to see the day-to-day figuring out if he's going to go with the veterans, if he's going to go with the younger guys to get the experience. He is the coach, but I have to commend him taking shots at the general manager, Chuck Fletcher, saying the Flyers have not been taking the right steps in sequential order to make this a perennial playoff and possibly championship contender team. So I commend him. John Torrell was brought in to get this franchise back going, and I think he is on the right track. So guys, that's it for me here inside the Melting Pad on Next Level Radio. Thank you, my friend. There we go. The Melting Pad, the Next Level Network. If you were there, if not, that's fine too. Then we just heard the hockey stick uh, slapshot sound effect and everything's fine. All right? All right. We are good to go. Thank you very much. All right. I'm hungry. I got, like I said, didn't have lunch. Got to go do that and then handle a thing. All right? Thank you for listening. Beasley is the name of the band we played at the top of the show. Their album, Everyone's Here, is available now. Go check them out. Tell them I sent you. Um, the song played today was In My Car. So go check it. No, that's the name of the song. So go check that out and uh, tell them I sent you. Thank you. If you answered your uh, answered the question about which album you'd hear live, I hope that at some point you did or will have the chance to see slash hear that in person. Good luck out there. Have fun. Great picks. Thank you very much. There'll, there will be a bonus after the credits, and it'll be posted separately as well. Uh, so go sign up, patreon.com slash the Pat to, uh, to hear that. All right? Great. For everybody, though, this has been an 8-Boiling production. Until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask, wash your hands, get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. G Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage will play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. TheMeltingPat.com for more from me. And that is all for today. Thank you very much. Hope you're well. Enjoy the game. Enjoy your snacks. Enjoy whatever it is you have going on. Have fun and be safe. And don't be a dope. All right? Thanks a lot. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo. Could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade would be nice. Of a spice from the top to a BK. Got a bar crop of swing bar cross. Got the bait on the front board. See, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming. Don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of a martini time. Yeah, yeah.
Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool. The heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage. Sweet, so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. He sent me from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, uh, cause I'm feeling kind of boy. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. In the fridge, go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. What? Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. Yeah, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. Didn't even get a bite, but the brew tastes nice. Back to the ball. So every decoration a collada. Need a whole lot of them food drinks. They got some meat up I must tell you, I'm the Kool-Aid kid. My drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. 